Welcome to the, I don't know, I think the second official, ep- no, it's not the third official episode, the second official episode of the Splishes of Podcast, because the Candlelight episode doesn't count. But today we have our guest, Mr. Cody Collins, who's a near dear friend of mine. Um, he's smart as hell. He, I mean, when it comes to history, this is the guy. He is the man. Cody? The man, the myth, the legend. Mr. Cody Collins, how are you today, Cody? Fine. Bored out of my mind. Bored out of your mind? How would you be bored out of your mind? We're recording a podcast today. Yeah. And? <laughs> and? Yeah. And? What are some things that interest you in life? Okay, you shit yourself. <laughs> that works too. That works. Oh, God. You nasty fuck. <laughs> this is it. We're in a confined. <laughs> we're in a confined space, you asshole. I, I, I'm really. I'm. You know, fuck you. Fuck you. God, this was you nasty fuck. <laughs> You, I, I come over to record a podcast, <laughs> and you disrespect me like this with your, with your ass air. Fuck you. Oh, okay, that was okay. I didn't... Wow. Oh, son of a bitch. I can't even get to it. Jesus. All right. All right. Woo. All right, we're off to a fucking rotten start. Thank you. Alright, so other than the fart, what are what are some things that interest you? Uh, <laughs> Jesus, uh, apparently, oh, I don't. I just did a fucking smell test for no reason. That's but, uh, damn. Can we crack, can we crack a window? No, we don't. I can't crack these things. What do you have? Are they just for show? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Your house sucks. Jeez. Fan to get some circulation to get it out of here. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Seriousness. Okay. Yeah. What we already broke character me? like two seconds in. I know. Thanks to your ass. <laughs> what can I say? I had broccoli earlier. That didn't smell like broccoli, to be honest. <laughs> but uh, it smelled like fucking liquid death. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> liquid death. Oh my god. But yeah. No wonder. Some the things, things that, that interest me, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm a history buff, I'm a big time gamer, and I like heavy metal. You're a history buff? Yes. Alright. Yes. I mean, obviously I already know that, but the listeners don't know that. Well, probably a few of them, since our listening audience at the current time is at eight. But I mean, hey, that's the better. Current, hey, yeah, that's better than my Twitch channel days. Yeah, a full four, four, full, yeah, four few, a full four views four on my views Twitch channel compared to fifteen. Hey, no, we're at a uh, sixteen views now. Oh, sixteen. Mm-hmm. Well, damn. Sixteen views, established audience of eight, growing every day. Well, shit. Yep. But this uh, Cody here. I mean, you you uh, pretty much were the one 
who introduced me to this app called Anchor. I mean, you can start a podcast up for free, and they'll distribute it everywhere for free. It was all. It was just an ad on Spotify. Which, speaking of Spotify, we're on Spotify. I mean, we're on Spotify. Okay, enough ass-kissing of your sponsors. Okay. I don't even have sponsors yet. They can't even, <laughs> they can't even find sponsors you're, for this you're, you're, horrendous you're, turd of a you're, podcast. You're, you're being a bootlicker right now. It's like, okay, we get it. But I mean, no, I'm just saying like all the platforms that we're on. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's exciting. I mean, we're on Spotify. Ooh. Apple Podcasts. Ooh. Google Podcasts. Ooh. Uh, Radio Public. Ooh. Breaker. Never heard of it. Neither, neither have I, but it, it's a thing. A few others. We're, yay. Just yay. Yay. But, uh, I don't know, out of those three things that interest you, what, what would you like to talk on first? Uh, I don't know. I'll let you decide. Probably since E3 pretty much just was recently, we, we could do yeah, the topic of video games. That literally just happened. I don't know what were, what it really excited you from the E3. I'll be videos. honest, it's kind of boring. Mostly CGI trailers. Like, come on, it, it's video games. I want gameplay. That is true. But other than that, let's see: uh, Cyberpunk, Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal looks really good. Same thing with Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. I mean, Keanu yeah, Reeves is in Cyberpunk. I mean, it's Keanu Reeves. Come on. You can't. You you cannot not like Keanu Reeves. No, if you don't like Keanu, what the hell's wrong with you? I mean, no homo, but I think everyone, I think every guy in America probably has a man crush on him. I mean, it's not necessarily, like, obviously, you know, men tend to have, like, you know, like, oh, I find that guy attractive. I mean, he's a good-looking man. Yeah. Keanu Reeves. The guy's pretty awesome. I mean, for real. Jack of all, well, not really a jack of all trades. I mean, he's just, you know, a great actor. Oh, yeah. So, you guys are going to probably go see uh, John Wick 3 in a bit. Yep. John Wick 3, Parabellum. 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 Italian. Italian. Probably going to get stabbed in the back. <laughs> uh, those Ita- Well, he's Russian, he's not German, so. <laughs> I don't really love Keanu Reeves. I think he's Hawaiian? Maybe. Hawaiian? Hawaiian yeah, Punch. Yeah, that was E3. Cyberpunk, Outer Worlds, Doom Eternal, and maybe Halo Infinite? Maybe. maybe. I, I mean, I'm excited for a Halo game since Reach? Although Reach was good. Eh, it's a 50-50. Hey, don't you shit on Reach. I'm, I'm, I'm an original trilogy kind of person. Combat well, I mean, I came, I came in late to the yeah, whole Halo be, franchise. Man, I was playing Halo 2 while I was in a diaper. <laughs> Which, yeah. to be honest, after experiencing what came out of your ass, <laughs> I think you still need a fucking diaper, you sick <laughs> bastard. Uh, yeah. Halo 2, man. Halo 3. I think Halo 3 is, like, one of the greatest games that's the one I, that's That's the one I started out with, was oh, Halo 3. That's fucking awesome. Did Halo 3 moved over to Reach, because around the time that's when it was coming out, I mean, it was looking so great. Story at points was kind of underwhelming, because, I mean, from the trailers, you know, you saw this that big-ass battle. Yeah. And I was like, oh, we get to be a part of it. No. Nah, no. Nah, you're on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. Although, well, still, it was decent. I kind of prefer the book, but, a. I I mean, 
for me, obviously. I mean, in the book, Reach fell in a couple of hours compared to the game where it's like the several month campaign. Yeah. I mean, in the book, they just get obliterated. I mean, my favorite part for Reach, you know, obviously was the Forge mode. Oh, the Forge mode was by far the best. It was. It was the Multiplayer sucked. I'm sorry. Yeah, but... I mean, it was before the days I had live. So. I mean, Armor Lock. Ugh. Bloom, armor lock, other armor abilities, it just ruined it for me. Also, I never really liked the DMR. I prefer the battle rifle. Yeah, no, I mean, like, at first, you know... I mean, they made it better in the games that followed? I mean, the DMR is actually a pretty good gun now. Halo 4 and 5, I don't like Halo 5. That game's terrible. 4 is okay-ish. It, it, it's manageable. Manageable, multiple, even though it's a Call of Duty clone, let's be honest. True. True. They took all the worst parts of Reach and they put in there, except the single player. Single player was good. I yeah, actually no, really liked Halo Force campaign. Halo Five, oh god. It was solid, except for the ending boss fight. Halo Five, what the hell? <laughs> I, I didn't touch that. Oh man, it's bad. I mean, it's got a really good Forge mode, and the custom games are fantastic. And the custom maps are fantastic. There's a custom games browser that's great and all, but. Yeah, I wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot pole. <laughs> I mean, other than for, like, custom games and Forge, you got fucking loot boxes, like, Oof. a decent arena shooter, I guess. It's not Halo, but it's in a decent arena shooter, and a really terrible single player. It was awful. Yeah, no, when I heard that... Major downgrade I mean, when, four. when I heard that, you know, the whole Spartan lock thing... I mean, I was open to a new character. Okay. Yeah, no, I, mean, I was open to it, but Master Chief's in like three levels, and all the character development built up from Halo Four just gone. Oh yeah, Cortana's back. Oh yeah, now she's the villain with the twirling her little mustache, be like, yeah, see, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, Halo Infinite. Halo Infinite. They're going back to the old art style. Uh, that looked and good in the trailer. That looked good. I and mean, apparently that's all in... I mean, I mean, I knocked on E3 for having mostly CGI trailers. Apparently this this was all in-engine, if that's all in-engine. It looks good. It's just we don't know anything about it. Just Master Chief's in his old armor. And he got picked up by some random dude in an abandoned pelican next to a halo ring. But hey, it looks good. I mean, it looks good. I mean, it's gonna be with the. It's gonna be a console launch for the Xbox Scarlet, whatever that turns out to be. Although they better release that on Xbox One too, because you're if you don't, your install base is gonna be low as hell. Yeah. Not not everybody just buys the new console right away. I mean, I'll probably hold off on a Scarlet until like. I mean, hearing the specs on the Scarlet and stuff, you know this... The, it's it, it, impressive, but it, it sounds too good to be true. Like, 8K? 8K. 8K. No, you can't get an 8K on a television. It's no I, mean, like, no, I mean... Unless you have an 8K TV, and that's like a, that's going to search you back 30 grand. Yeah. But, I mean, I think it's like... Now, 120 FPS? Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, no, that, that sounds... That's like PC specs right there. <laughs> oh, no, a PC specs. That's like 240 FPS. Honestly, if I wasn't a broke pleb, I'd be on PC. Same here. I mean, now you can get all your X. I mean, like, I don't know what reason I stayed on Xbox because of the controller. I like the All my friends were on there, and the exclusive. I tend to like Microsoft exclusives, although this latest generation, I don't know, PlayStation's been killing it. Oh, my God. 
Like, I just I, don't I, like the dual shock and their online security is just a joke. Yeah, no, I mean, I really want to get a PlayStation just for the exclusives only. I know, just the exclusives. I mean, I want to play. I want to play. God of War. I mean, I want to play Last of Us. Last of I want to play Until Dawn. Ghost of Tsushima. Now that's a game I really want. I have a PS4, so I don't use it a lot, but I am definitely getting Ghost of Tsushima. I mean, I want to play the new Spider-Man game too. Spider-Man. Game. I mean, I love the Samurai. That's like one of my favorite points in history and I just love Japanese culture so a game just about samurai yeah sign me up yeah sign me up and it looks gorgeous I mean for me didn't see any of it oh wait that's right Sony wasn't at E3 this year <laughs> I mean oh. for me the biggest thing for me for E3 had to have been like you know, more Borderlands stuff. Cause I mean, I, I've never played Borderlands. It's a it's a great game. Yeah, I mean, um, I might give three a shot. It's literally the greatest looter shooter like game ever. I mean, literally, yeah. Des- yeah. Destiny copied off it. Anthem. Anthem's a joke. Anthem tried. To, oh God! But they EA. Let's speaking of E3. Uh, who had the worst press conference? Uh, that's a tie between EA and Bethesda. Oof. Bethesda yeah. was boring as hell. I mean, no gameplay trailers. I mean, they shut some games that look interesting. It's just like, yeah, no, I want to see some gameplay. I kind of fell asleep in the middle of it. I mean, let's be honest. If you're watching Bethesda's E3, you're probably waiting for Doom Eternal, which I was. They saved it for the very end, and it was that was awesome. Watching Doom guy get shot out of a cannon like he's <laughs> at the fucking circus. <laughs> Old school cyber demon. He's got a giant sword now. Yeah, I want I want more of that. I want that. Yeah, no, it really looks like it's going to be a fun game. I know. I'm picking up the collector's edition. First collector's edition I'm ever going to buy. I've never gotten a collector's edition for a game. I'm saving up for it. I mean, I mean, I was for seventy six. You know, I was like, oh, yeah, look at all this. And I started seeing the reviews. I know, the helmet looked like, awesome, but then the game sucked, and instead of getting this genuine canvas duffel bag, you got a cheap nylon bag. The duffel kerfuffle, as it's called. And then the Nuka Dark Run. Oh, God. Oh, Nuka- they tried so hard. They no, tried. they tried so hard, but at the same time, they didn't. No, they didn't. They kind of half-assed it. They have asked and, and the entire internet just shat on Bethesda until Anthem came out, and that was the internet's next target. My God, that game sucks. But that's EA for you. I mean, remember when Anthem first came out? Like, completely was bricking. Bricking. It was bricking PS4s. Jesus. Just, you know, literally, like, say, and like, they, you're hyped they up. They deleted the roadmap. Ooh. I don't, I don't think Anthem's going to last a year. I think... They're going to pull the support from it, and I think uh, Bioware is done. Big sad. They're going to get the EA treatment, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Same thing that befell uh, one of my favorite studios, Pandemic. They may be original to Battlefront games. And then EA bought them, and then a year later, they killed them. Literally, EA... They were working on a Battlefront 3, and it looked good. In fact, there's going to be... Uh, Mode where you get in, you know, you spawn on the ground, you get in a starship, and you fly into the atmosphere and board the enemy carrier ships. See, that sounds fun. That was gonna be awesome, but then EA's like, hold up. Oh, uh, hold up. You wanna do what? You wanna do what now? You wanna make now? an innovative game? <laughs> okay, how are we gonna monetize it? It's like, well, we don't really plan on monetization. No monetization, you're dead. 
<laughs> Don't let the door hit you on the ass on the way out. Uh, speaking of games that need a sequel, Republic Commando 2. I mean, I mean that. that little bit that I played? Yeah, that is... That was fun. It's probably the best shooter Star Wars game. An M-rated Star Wars game. M-rated Star Wars game. Who knew that would be fun? Gritty, just balls-to-the-wall action, I mean, squad combat. Like, it's better than Siege when it comes to squad combat, I'll be honest. Yeah. Mostly with Siege, like Rainbow Six Siege. I mean, sometimes, like, you'll have, like, you know, you know squad combat... You know, people give you call-outs and, like, you it's know... It's not like that. Some, I mean, like, some strategic things. No, but, I mean, it's usually, in the, at, the end, at the end of the day, everybody's yelling at each other, yeah, trying to get kills. Yeah, pretty much. Trying to play, like, Call of Duty. Running around, just running around the map as Cavera or one of the other roamers. Just being a try-hard. Yeah. Yeah. That I like Siege, it's just the community is terrible. It is. Speaking of Siege, you see that new game coming out for Siege? A new Siege game coming out? I, 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 I saw it. It looks like Operation Outbreak the game? What it looks like? I'm hoping that it is because I will finally get to play I, Operation, like I know, a, a form of it. I know, you missed out on it. It was basically, I like to call it Left 4 Dead 3 because. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. For don't you don't you say those words around me. Left for Dead Three. Don't yeah. you say that around me. Yeah, because Valve can't count the three. They, they can't. They can't. Half Life One, Half Life Two. It's like, oh yeah, we promise I mean, Half Life. I mean, I coming. heard I heard that there's a game out there that's being made that's like the closest thing to Left for Dead. It's called Back for uh, Blood or something like Back that. Blood. Never heard of it. PC only. I'm assuming. Uh, don't ask me. Yeah. PC yeah. has so many good games. I want to be on PC so. I, I just want to play Rising Storm 2. Oh, yeah. For me, play the OG Battlefronts that have been modded to hell. <laughs> That'd be fun. I know. There's a Republic Commando mod. Oh, man. There's so many great mods on there. Hell, they re even remastered Republic Commando, the modding team. And I love that game. Best soundtrack in a game ever. Well, one of the best. For me, my top three would have to be... Doom, Halo, and Republic Commando for best soundtracks in a game. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I really like... I mean, I like the soundtracks for Borderlands. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, at the beginning of every game, like, for the cutscene, they always have, like, like an awesome song playing. Like, for one, it was Ain't No Rest for the Wicked by Cage the Elephant, and two was, uh... Uh, what was it? Uh... Ain't no place like this. Ain't no place for no hero. Uh, by the heavy, which you know they also sing that song. You know, how you like me now? Yeah, I know, but um, uh, thing about these games is it's all original stuff. No, I mean no, that's just the beginning songs. Okay. I mean like you know it just amps you up. You're like you're just ready to go. I don't know. When I think of amping you up, oh, oh doom. <laughs> no, no, no. One game whose soundtrack was just perfect like to the point where like it was making me feel for once <laughs> Red Dead Redemption yep Red Dead 2 Red too. Dead 2 yep I have to agree with you there may I stand on amidst a miss a crash after I beat the, after I beat the store for that game Teared up a little bit. I was like, "Wow!" Oh no, I, I legit had tears coming Shit. down when like he like said goodbye to the horse because I mean right off the bat like that was my my first horse I had through the beginning to end. No, oh, no, I went through several. <laughs> they, they had some mishaps from getting eaten by a crocodile to I remember... all those times where I've accidentally uh, ran into a tree, hit a fence that it couldn't jump over. 
I remember one I'm time I accidentally like fell off a cliff with oh, my yeah. horse. No, no, I Went was like, I was like, no! I quickly turned off my console and I turned it back on. It didn't save. I was like, oh, thank God, oh, thank God, I still have my horse. But then at the end, it dies. I'm just like, really? But I mean, I went for like the good ending, you know, the high honor ending. I almost went, I almost went low honor. <laughs> almost no, I mean, came I, very I, close to it. Very close. No, no, I just wanted to give Arthur Morgan like a nice send off. Howdy, Mister. <laughs> hey there, Black Lung. What's going on, Cowpoke? That was one of the best games of last year, if not the best. Yeah, but then they fucked up on the multiplayer. Yeah, multiplayer sucked. Well, that's 2K for you. I mean, the first week was kind of fun. I mean, yeah, it was fun for a week. It was fun for a week. And then after that, we're like, all right, now what do we do? All right, now what? I, know. I mean, I literally logged in like a month ago, and there was only like three people in a session with me. I know, it's dead. One of them was, one of them was just a griefer, like a try-hard griefer, and the other yeah, two, they were just like riding for. around doing missions and stuff like that, and I was just like... Okay. Well, let's just kill the population of uh, San Denis. No, what's what's that one? Valentine. Like, no, it's out there with like the Braithwaite's. Oh, that place. Roads. Roads. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I just went into Master Roads. I was like, all right, let's just do this and leave. Yeah. Didn't we go on a plantation and like murder everybody? A, we did we did that in the name of science. Oh, yeah, we, we, we murdered the plantation science. in the name of science. science. We were trying to figure out how the bleeding out system works. We we, we tried to figure out how the bleed out mechanic. Oh worked. no! I went into San Denis and became Jack the Ripper. So <laughs> that wasn't for science. I was just being sadistic. You're going around being Jack the Ripper in San Denis while I was getting drunk off my ass. Yeah. Stealing uh, stagecoaches and wagons. Oh god, that was funny. And you're just sitting there, like, creepy, and I could hear you in the mic, like, oh, yes. We gotta, you know, like, oh, no, the coppers. The coppers are coming. The coppers are coming. Cops coming after me. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it was a good game for a week, yeah, and then... Okay. Yeah, when I think of amp music, I'm thinking OG Halo and Doom. I mean, my God, when your game, then the soundtrack's heavy metal... And you're just, they just give you a gun and just say, kill everything in sight with this and your bare hands. It's like, all right. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I played like the original Doom. <sighs> Unfortunately, the original Doom, I didn't play like on like a decent console or anything. I played like the iOS uh, port no, of it. I but I mean, it was still fun. It was, oh, that, that's it, a fun game. It was still really fun. Oh, it's but, fun as hell. And then Doom 2016, 2016 came out. 2016, that game's you know, awesome. You were literally telling me, like hyping it up. You're like, you got to get, the, you got to and play. And you got bored of it. I didn't get bored of it. Oh. I didn't get bored of it. I played through the whole thing. I was just like going hard, like, da 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 got bored. No. I guess that was someone else who told me that. No, I, I went into the game, and then me, I like doing map, I, like, I love oh, games. Map I map editors I love, fantastic. I love map editor games, like, especially Far Cry. Oh, my God. I've done the so cool much thing with about Far that Cry. Game is you can actually put AI in a map editor. That was cool. Yes. I made a little arena where I had the possessed guys fighting the main demons. Mm. That was fun to watch, but me, I, 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 I prefer I, to get in the carnage. Me, I did like a bat chick crazy storyline. Like three different maps. It was like each a level for like the story arc I was doing. It was called Office Party. Office, Office Party. And like, like the CEO of the, the business was a cyber demon. Yeah. I was just like, okay. okay. And we had like a possessed guy as like a... 
intern? No, he was a janitor. But for some weird reason, he would never spawn in his janitor's closet. Oh, my God. I was like, okay, well, we don't have a janitor. We have random text floating above where the janitor is supposed to be at. Like, okay. Oh, I remember playing through that game. Man, that, that, that game was an adrenaline rush. It was. Testosterone in the game. Breaking news. Man too angry to die. <laughs> it's like, who would win a fight between Doomguy and Master Chief? Yeah, my money's on Doomguy. Sorry. Doomguy Doom with ass. Uh, Doomguy with ass. I mean, I'm sorry, but when you, uh... I love that one glory kill where you go on the mancubus, you know, the really fat ones. You rip out its heart and you shove it down its throat and then it explodes. Yes. <laughs> That's my favorite one. Well, between know. that and the bitch slap where you oh. take a possessed guy's arm, you rip it off, and you see the beat in the death of it. Yes. Although those two are like the best. I thought there was that one with a pinky where you rip off his tooth and slice his throat with it. I like that. I really like that one. Oh, the wall, that amazing soundtrack's playing. I mean... The soundtrack for that game was really great. Oh, I mean, heavy Mick metal. Gordon. <laughs> the, the man. And he's back for Doom Eternal. Ooh. He's back. And oh, man. Bigger I mean, level. It's like, it's like there's no multiplayer. And if you were whining, there's no multiplayer. Well, the last game didn't really do. When, when I think Doom multiplayer, I think in classic arena gameplay. You spawn with one gun. Everyone spawns the same gun. You have to kind of like Quake. Quake. It's basically what Quake was inspired by. Yeah. It was Doom Deathmatch, where everyone gets one gun, same starting gun, you have to pick up your guns on the map, it's a small arena, claustrophobic, just just carnage up the bazoo. Here you got loadouts, you got all this I mean, they, they, stupid shit, it's like they made a Call of Duty. But I, I mean, no, no, nobody really played Doom for the multiplayer. Well, back in the day, everyone played it for the multiplayer and the single player, but unfortunately there was no... Classic Doom multiplayer in 2016. I was disappointed by that, but instead they got this new battle mode where it's two demons against Doom guy, which looks interesting. But I'm glad they're doubling down on single player because that's what was so great about the previous game. Mm-hmm. I mean, my God! Apparently you're gonna be fighting Heaven too. It's like, whoa! Jeez, it's starting to sound like a story arc for Spawn. I know Heaven, Hell, the interdimensional. Uh, Sentinels from the last game that got mentioned. Like, damn. Now, you have a fascination with heavy metal music. Oh, I love heavy metal. I mean, I don't dive too deep into heavy metal, but I mean, you know, I love Metallica. Oh, Metallica. I mean, I mean, ACDC, they're kind of, some of their songs are almost metal. Almost. They're, they're, they're kind of on the nose of metal. Yeah. I mean, Judas Priest. Judas Priest. Oh, I love Judas Priest. I love Turbo Lover. You know, I'm your Turbo, Turbo Lover. Oh, funny story. So, uh, at school, a friend of mine, his dad got two tickets to go see Iron Maiden live. I mean, not Iron Maiden, but uh, Judas Priest when they came to San Antonio. He didn't give his son the ticket. No, he gave it to his brother. <laughs> and his son is like, he's a major Judas Priest fan. He got pissed off. But no, they got him a t-shirt, okay? <laughs> no, but get this, the t-shirt had a hole in it. <laughs> he came in the next day, he's like, oh, damn, that's a sick shirt. Like, wait a minute. There's a hole in it. He's like, wait, what? <laughs> he looks, he's like, son of a bitch! <laughs> Jeez. Oh, man, that's I mean, gotta suck. Yeah, Judas Priest... Metallica, Iron Maiden. I, I mean, 
I don't listen to Slayer. Yeah, I don't really go into much Slayer. Or Slayer. Let's I mean, see. I like that one Iron Maiden song, "Run to, to the Hills." A uh, couple of good ones. Uh, the Trooper. Oh, that's one of my. The Trooper. Two minutes to midnight. Uh, Passchendaele and Aces High. When I think of Aces, I think of the Ace of Spades. Aces High. Aces High the uh, the British. Uh, it's the RAF during the Battle of Britain. Hmm. Yeah, it's a great song. I mean, I can I can see why you know you really like you know heavy metal because like a lot of them, they tend to. It's just it's just you know it's not it's not not always about sex and drugs like. No, no, music. I mean they literally give you like a kick-ass version of a history lesson. I know that, and also it's just you know just random you know just being real like hey war sucks like uh, yeah. Like uh, Black Sabbath, War Pigs, one of my personal favorites. Mm. I mean, War sucks. Oh, Megadeth. Uh, I've been on a Megadeth binge lately. Really? Yeah. Peace sells, but who's buying? Yeah, peace sells, but who's buying? Nobody's buying. No one's buying. Fuck no. No, they could do a Walmart rollback on Peace, and still yeah. nobody would buy it. Even if it was on like just clear and sell, you got a coupon, you clip it out of the newspaper, you're looking at Peace, and you're just like, yeah. eh. Although, you know, there's that rivalry between Metallica and Megadeth, because uh, apparently uh, Megadeth is OG Metallica. I forgot who it was, but they basically fired all the members of the original band. They formed Megadeth, and then Metallica was reformed. That's the story I heard. Dang. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's like, you either love one or you hate the other. It's like, no, I like them both. <laughs> I like them both. Yeah, and then you got the. Oh, the one thing I say because I say modern music is dead. I think there's some pretty good uh, there, there, heavy metal groups out there still there's, today. I mean, it's not new a, metal. Not all of modern day music is dead. I mean, metal's still going strong. Co- country's dead. Country. Country's dead. Country's dead. Pop is. I mean, I I know you personally don't like rap, which I'm not. I don't like rap. I mean, I like it. But I don't like all of it. I don't know. It's I a, mean, there's a few songs I, 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 I like. I, I, I nitpick at rap. Yeah, same here. I mean, there's a couple songs I like, like by uh, DMX. It's like, oh, this actually sounds pretty good. I, to be honest, I would never, I never would have found you of all people to have enjoyed <laughs> DMX. DMX. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this rap shit is mine, motherfucker. Yeah. It's like you. Uh, I can see it. Yeah. New metal, you got a disturbed, disturbed, disturbed. You got let's see, let me try to think. Disturbed, Five Finger Death Punch, Sabaton. You got uh, what's that one group? Powerwolf and uh, I'm also one. It's an, it's another couple. Oh, and uh, Breaking Benjamin. Breaking Benjamin, uh, you know they're uh, Ramstein. Breaking Benjamin's actually supposed to be coming to San Antonio because I, I was they like, are? Uh, apparently so, or oh, like shit. somewhere around near here, like maybe Austin or Houston. Oh shit! Oh, like I was looking up uh, Ticketmaster because I was trying to see yeah, like. Yeah, didn't you get tickets to still go see Kiss? Yep, uh, I got. They sold out. On. I don't know. Possibly so. I mean, it's Kiss's final tour, but I mean... Yeah, because I, I, I told... Oh, my God. I told my mother that you got tickets for Kiss. She freaked out. I was like, oh, can get, 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 get Tell them to look up that they're not sold out or not. I want to go. <laughs> yeah, my mother's the one who got me into rock. Same here. 
Like she likes I rock mean, and somewhat hard rock, which I love rock. I like mean, classic eighties rock and hard rock. Don't get me wrong. Kiss, Def Leppard, Van Halen. I mean, mom, they my, were the best. My mother, she mostly just introduced me because she. I mean, she like her teenage years. It, it was the nineties. I mean, yeah, you got you got the grunge good. scene, grunge, metal. I mean, that's when metal wasn't. Geez, I remember she had like an album, like uh, like you know, on CD of I forgot it was some corn album. You know, it's oh, got like it's got the pale white kid, the horse oh, dude yeah, in the yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I she, don't remember the name. She had that one. Hell, my dad's the one who got me to Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, my boy! <laughs> Darner. That song actually was playing right when I was leaving D and D last night. Holy shit, that's awesome! I was all cranked. I was like, dun it, dun it, dun it, getting uh, into Ozzy it. Osbourne. That guy was crazy. Yeah, no, he he. But he made some really good music. For real, the Prince of Darkness. Prince of Darkness, yeah, him and uh, Motley Crue. Oh, that's another great group. Oh my God, The Dirt. That's a great movie. Yeah, go watch The Dirt right yeah, now on Netflix. Watch the dirt. It's a great movie. That. that was a great movie, and I lo- I always love their stuff. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, uh, two favorite songs are uh, Doctor Feelgood and uh, Kickstart My Heart. I like, I really like Kickstart My Heart. Yeah, my second favorite one has to be, uh, she's got the looks that kill. Yeah, that's a good one there. Yeah. I like that one. But I don't know. Yeah, like, uh, I, I, Rammstein, the German, they're making a brand new album right now. Right? Really? It's coming out, yeah. I yeah. mean, I, I was on their first one, uh, Deutschland, that's a great one right there. It's just a song about the history of Germany. But you should love that one. Oh, yeah. You place my ancestors. You Nazi. I am not a Nazi. I don't know. Sometimes you do some questionable things. Do not. Some. Okay, maybe, but usually as a joke. It's a joke. I mean, sometimes you can get pretty serious with your jokes. Yeah, I know. I like to freak you out. You nail it. <laughs> I know. I can do a pretty good accent too. Do das wish? Yeah. I bet you five. Do das Juden? I bet you five bucks right now, if I were to go into your closet, I would find just an SS man uniform. Like you were a part of the Lufafa and everything. Hey, the Lufafa, they weren't bad. That was the Air Force. I mean... Lufafa was the Air Force. The SS, those were the assholes. Well, see, that's why I have you here as the history book. Because yeah, I'm Lufafa's like, what, the Air Force? What did they do? <laughs> they flew. I mean, yeah. Those bastards flew. The head of the Lufafa, Goering, that guy was a scumbag, but... My tubby little Luftwaffe man. The tubby little Luftwaffe man. But Don't blaze Creek cinnamon toast. toast. But, yeah. Of course, and that's the funny thing about, uh, I don't know why, like, when people talk about history, it's always about World War Two for some reason. They, like, talk about, like, oh, yeah, the Nazis were, you know, and don't get me wrong, the Nazis were terrible. They were terrible people. However, what they, what people tend to forget is we were allies with one of the worst people in history, Stalin. For some reason, people still love communism. So they say, "Hey, don't, don't talk bad about Daddy O. Stalin." Oh, Papa Stalin, yeah. Good old go, go pa- to Gulag. No, he killed more people than Hitler, actually. Yeah. He's the guy who started the whole Cold War. Yeah. Stalin, he was a tyrant. Long before Adolf came to power. So I mean, it's like not to mention the Allies did some war crimes too, but we kind of tend to forget about that for some reason. 
Although some of them I could probably just follow. I mean, the most well-known one is where an American uh, battalion discovered a concentration camp and they proceeded to uh, just kill all the German guards, which, yeah, I can kind of see that. I mean, like, these guys are scum. I would have personally taken the flamethrower out and doused them down, but... Just give them a good hose down. Give them a good hose down, but, you know, the Nazis, they did some terrible things. But the myth is that everyone in Germany was a scumbag. Just a Nazi daughter, that's not true. There was a German resistance, for example. It was actually a peaceful resistance. This is one story that really gets me. This uh, young lady, she was peacefully, you know, just giving out pamphlets and stuff. Just like, hey, these guys are bad guys. You know what they did to her? What? They fucking cut her head off. They had a guy with a guillotine just... Yeah, it's Nazi Germany for you. But yeah, there was a German resistance, and not everyone in the German army was different. You got two groups. You got the the Wehrmacht, which was the main army that made up the Heer, the army, the Luftwaffe, the Air Force, and the Kriegsmarine, the Navy. And then you got the SS. At the beginning of the war, the SS were made of all of them were volunteers. They were diehard Nazis. However, as the war progressed, they started getting conscripts because they started running out of the, quote, pure blood Aryans. And the way you could tell if it was a diehard SS man or not, they, the Soviets found out this little trick. What they would do is they'd, get them, they'd round them all up, make them take their shirt off, and stretch their arms up because the SS would have a a tattoo underneath one of the armpits and uh you have the tattoo on the Soviets and they'll just beat you to death right then and there dang it if you didn't have that tattoo you either go to gulag or you'd get lucky <laughs> and they might just put you in a mild prison camp although i'm not saying that everyone in the Wehrmacht was going to, oh no they did their fair share of war crimes too but not everyone in the Wehrmacht was a nazi no in fact uh not everyone in the german high command was like Hitler and the scumbags in the SS. Like, uh, I think everyone knows who this guy is. Erwin Rommel, the Desert Fox. He, um, basically was often ordered by, uh, the Nazi High Command, basically if they captured any, uh, Jewish prisoners that they were to be executed immediately. He would not do that. He would, uh, hide their names and, uh, just treat them as ordinary prisoners. I heard one story where he actually gave uh, the Allies medical equipment in uh, Africa. I cannot confirm or deny the story. It's just a story I heard. I'm not sure if it's true. And uh, he was somewhat involved in the plot to kill Hitler in '44, which they forced him to commit suicide. He's like, hey, you either kill yourself or we're going to kill your family. So he took one for the team. Mm. He's actually one of the few um, German high, you know, one of the few you know, big big wig Germans who actually still have uh, streets named after them in Germany today. He, he was a true hero. He fought a fair war, fair, clean. Well, he's one of the guys who took down France <laughs> in the invasion of France. His, uh, the battalion, the, the Panzer Battalion he was in control of the uh, Sixth Panzer Division, the Ghost Division as they were called, completely encircled uh, most of the French army and just obliterated them. Through the Ardennes. Dang it. Yeah, I know. Rommel, he was awesome. See, awesome. see this is why I keep you around. <laughs> I, I always learn something new. 
Yeah. To where I'm not a completely moron. Like, I'm not a complete moron. Yeah, that's just a little history for you. Although, you know, we like to talk about, like, you know, how the Nazis got a... You know, they all got punished. No, they didn't. Like I say, remember that gray area I like to talk about? How there is no real good guy or bad guy? Yeah. If the world was really cared about punishing these people, then, um... Why did they let most of the Japanese war criminals go? And, uh... What happened to all those German uh, doctors and scientists who were uh, using the Jews as slave labor? Oh, yeah, that's right. We brought them into NASA. Operation Paperclip? Operation Paperclip, where the Germans, I mean, the uh, Americans, the British, and the Russians recruited all the German uh, rocket scientists for their programs. And that's, you know, you know it's like people are like, oh, yeah, America got made it to the moon. No, the the Germans are the ones. The Nazis are the ones who put us on the moon. So if you that's want, kind of funny. How you like the, one of the greatest American achievements? No, uh, well, it's a Nazi achievement. Yeah, no, the Nazis. The, the Nazis yeah, got Na- us there. NASA was founded by Na- Nazis. Yeah, bet you didn't know that one. <laughs> Gee. Yeah, America's always a good guy, right? No. Yeah, no. 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 We, we kind of work with them. Yeah, we we kind of work with them in Japan. Oh dear God. I don't know why people always just overlook Japan as being just horrible. They they did some atrocities in World War Two, the rape of Nanking, where they had contests. There was this one contest they held where I think it was a hundred Chinamen were buried up to their necks, and these they would have the Japanese officers come by with their katanas to see who can cut off the most heads. Yeah, that that that's Nanking. I mean, it was so bad that a, a Nazi high official who was stationed in Nanking told the Japanese to knock it off. That they need to chill. That when the Nazis are telling you, "Hey, like, whoa, you guys are going too whoa. far. You know, whoa. there's something up there." <laughs> Just the Nazis go, "Whoa, whoa, whoa." I mean, you got the the death marches. I mean, the Japanese—they were terrible in World War II. Although, granted, they got nuked. Yeah. <laughs> so. And then we just kind of let it go. This one Japanese scientist, he was basically, uh, well, Japan's version of the Angel of Death, where he would uh, take uh, American POWs and people from China and would dissect them alive oh. and stitch them back up. Oh. And when the war ended, that's, you know, that's some shit they let him go. A movie. They they let him go, and all the people who experimented on who were still alive, including American soldiers who. Yeah, they 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 got. Ooh, let me think. Leatherfaced, I guess. Uh, wait. Like they got opened up and then stitched back up. Mm-hmm. No, I'm thinking, they were sworn I'm, to an oath of no, secrecy. It's more like a something out of the movie Jeepers Creepers. Because I, I mean, you know, the creeper in that movie, he would, you know, rent, like you know, find people. You know, he had to eat a certain body part of them to where he could survive for all these years. And he would like literally cut them open sometimes, take out the certain part that he needed, yeah. eat it, and then stitch them back up alive. Yeah, that's, that's what that's what this monster did. And uh, yeah, they let him go. And uh, it's like, oh no, you just got to keep your mouth shut. It's like they got cut open, and they got taken apart and put back together. Like a fucked up Mr. Potato Head. I know. It's like, of course, this, came, this later came out in the eighties though. So there's this big old controversy about that. Yeah. Oh God, the eighties. Well, kind of makes sense considering this was off the coattails of Vietnam. 
Well, we were also not the good guys in that. Yeah, no, we weren't. No, we America, weren't supposed to, we weren't supposed Agent to be there. Orange. Agent Orange. Oh dear God! Agent I remember. Orange. I remember you told me to like, yeah, look up some pictures of uh, the effects of Agent Orange. I looked at that. I was like, yeah. Yeah, no, we did that. Yeah. Oh. The indiscriminate napalm, mm. massacring civilians, you name it. Yeah. Let's just say Full Metal Jacket gets Vietnam a little too right, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, America did some really terrible things in Vietnam. We did. Yeah, of course the French did too. And the Vietnam, oh my god, the, the dictatorship in South Vietnam was even worse than the communist one in the North. It was worse. <laughs> Dear God, yeah, that's that's America for you. But I mean, hey, and the Cold War. My God, the Cold War. We always look at America as a good. Guy. No, they were both just as bad. Indiscriminate nuclear testing. But I mean, you hey, know why the South? You know, you want to know why South America is such a shit show today? Why? Cold War. Because a couple of those uh, countries down south, you know, they uh, they had ideas similar to communism so America staged revolutions in those countries and that's why they're all just shitholes today. And now they're all flooding through the border. I mean... And the Middle East, oh that, that's just from imperialism. And the end of World War One. I. I mean, the Cold War they gave us some weird stories from the military. Mm-hmm. The men who stare at goats. The men who stare at goats, yeah. It's like people, you know, watch Stranger Things. It's like, it's like, oh, okay, this is all fiction. No, what if I told you America really did some experiments like that? Maybe not with children, but they did some experiments where they try to use telepathy and, uh, and uh, you know, mind reading, hypnosis. Yeah, they tried all of that. Yeah, no, we, we tried having, like, a squadron of superheroes with yeah. mind powers. Yeah, we did. Oh god, and then hell, in World War Two, the, the British wanted to make a battleship out of frozen wood called Pycrete. Pycrete! The way, this, okay. The story behind Pycrete, I love this story. I love the story. So this guy goes for Winston Churchill in the war crime, and it's like, Pycrete, see, look, you take a piece of wood, you freeze it in ice, and look, it's, you make Pycrete. The guy takes out a pistol, shoots the thing, it ricochets off, and it hits a guy in the room. And then Churchill's like, okay, I like this. Let's make a boat out of it. And of course, you know, what happens with ice and water? Yeah, it failed. I mean, just, just think about that. They, oh like, yeah, no, let's, let's just put a, a floating block of frozen wood out in the middle of the ocean. Oh, what, what's the worst that could happen to a piece hey, of ice? Hey, it's pipe creep, bro. I, I don't give a shit if it's Pike Creek. Pike Creek, bro. I don't care if it's Pike Creek, bro. <laughs> it it's a literally, all, like, literally, all it is is you're putting a cube of ice with a splinter in it in the middle of the ocean. What, what's going to happen to the cube of ice? It's going to melt. It's going to melt. That's yeah. That that, that right there is innovation crazy, that doesn't excite. Crazy experiments in wartime. You got that. In World War One, they had these, uh, you know, just to see what the enemy was doing, also to try to hear, listen for artillery shells. They made a... I don't really know how to describe it. It's basically a giant funnel they would listen into. <laughs> um, you mean, yeah. like, as in, like, the cartoons where, like, the old people had yes. that big old funnel? Like, what did you say? Yes! They had <laughs> giant versions of that. They had, uh... Hell, there was even one where you could wear as a headset. Let's see if I can find a picture on Google, but yeah! 
There, 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 there are some weird things. Jeez. I mean, especially when it comes to war, there's, there's just some, uh... I mean, I guess, I mean, I kind of get it because, you know, they need, like, you know, they need, like, every advantage that they can get. So they end up going for some really crazy out there ideas just to get a leg up on, like, in the war. Yeah. From Pike Creek to funnels, funnels. listening funnels, yeah. to psychic weird. soldiers. I know, weird. Oh, here it is, here it is. This is the uh, the German red set. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like me. It looks like Mickey Mouse. It looks like Mickey Mouse. Yes. Oh god. That's probably where Walt Disney got the idea. He's yeah, like, there also, we go. They, they also experimented with uh, wearing armor like this. Because it's the Tin Man. It looks like a great value Iron Man. I know. Dear God, yeah, that's that's World War One for you. Oh God, they even you know that you know the gag in the cartoons where you know you'd hide in a tree, you know, and they, you'd go boop 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 boop. boop. And like when you know you turn your back, the tree gets a little closer. They had those in World War One. <laughs> they did. They'd go out in no man's land and just watch the enemy or use them as a sniping post. So, we. So they <laughs> moving trees. Yeah, we had moving trees. Mm-hmm. That was a real thing. That's where Fortnite got the idea for the bush. Yeah. Also, we had this. Now that that's gnarly. That's what the British came up with. It's a glove with a big old spike on the end for trench raids. I mean, that's I, I gnarly. I mean, I can see that as being useful because yeah, I mean, that, at least that one. I mean, trench raids. Right. I mean, that's just full on hand to hand down there. I mean, that makes sense. Other than putting people in a fake tree and just walk around no man's land. <laughs> oh my god! I found this picture apparently because <laughs> in the trenches they, you know the. The, the both sides they had mascots and uh, I found a picture of a German mascot. <laughs> He's got a sticker grenade in his mouth wearing a German steel helmet, wearing combat boots, and a Mauser rifle strapped to him. They just dress a dog they dressed the dog up in this. Well, here's a zebra from A zebra <laughs> they had a zebra? Yeah. <laughs> They need why there was a bi- there was a bicycle battalion too. A in bicycle. Belgium, <laughs> Belgium and Italy had bicycle battalions. Bicycle battalion. <laughs> yeah. All right. First of all, I'm, I'm still trying to go over the fact like why do they need mascots? And then you hit me with this. Oh yeah, Belgium and uh, what was it, Italy? Yeah, Belgium. Italy. Belgium and Italy. Oh no, they I think they, Britain did too. They had a bicycle battalion. You just see like just a whole army of. People on bikes just riding up. Yeah, I wouldn't even be scared. I honestly, I would be scared. And ding, con- ding, ding. I'd be scared and confused if I just saw like a whole battalion of people on bicycles just, just riding up, <laughs> just off of this. Like, oh my God, what's that? Take cover! You see, like just one dude, he puts like those the playing cards in a like you know in the little. I don't know what is it little metal spike parts you know the they keep the wheel up i don't know what they're called like you know but they put them in there to like make the like make the little clacking noise like 
Oh, here's another one by the British. This was their attempt to make an armored troop carrier. <laughs> yeah. It looks like a clothing iron on wheels. Well, you see what the first tanks look like. It, it's yeah. a clothing iron on wheels. I mean, this is the first tank right here. This is the Mark IV. I mean, I don't see any problem with that. I mean, they were so crude. It just looked nothing like the modern tank. And then, of course, you got the German A7V, which is basically a a box on treads. Let's be honest. I mean, look at that thing. Oh, yeah. I remember that thing it, from Battlefield. A, yeah, it's a boxcar. The saint Shimon. French tank. It's just. It looks like a baguette. It looks like a croissant. It's just baguette. It's just long and it's got treads. Yeah. See. Baguette. Oh, yeah. No, I see it now. Especially from that side. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's a baguette. 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 Yeah. The, everyone thinks the Germans invented the tank. No, it was the British and the French. Mainly the British. I mean, the Germans kind of improved. They in innovated in World War II. Oh my god. They, also in the war, they had to take, uh, they used circus animals to help them move equipment. There's an elephant! The British used an elephant from the circus. Alright, to be honest... I mean, at least World that one makes sense. I mean, World the War One. Oh, World War One. I mean, I get it, it was like... You know, it's the whole, like, literally, the whole world, they're just going at it. And, I mean, at the time, the technology wasn't all that great. So, I mean, obviously, they're going to have to use some type of batshit crazy ideas. Oh, this is what Russia tried to make. This is Russia's attempt at a tank. They pro this was their prototype they made. They called it the Tsar tank. It was basically a giant bicycle, or tricycle, with guns. Honestly, it and looks... that's a person for scale. That thing was to, No, to be honest, it looks like, like, just... A Civil War cannon, but just gigantic, and yeah. missing the whole cannon part. Missing the cannon part. It's just supersized. Oh, the Great War. Some very oh god. Then they would uh, drop uh, carrier pigeons behind uh, for uh, they would drop par pigeons via parachute <laughs> for the for the troops down below. All right, I seen it all. Dropping pigeon carry that was from World War Two actually. They did that for the resistance. Dropping pigeons by parachute. Yeah. I mean, I kind of get it because you know the pigeon be like, uh, you want me to go down there? Go down there. I'm just gonna fly back to home base. Like, no, we're gonna strap you into a parachute and drop you. And you think that's weird? You know how? Okay, you know how planes? You know that they drop bombs. Well, the original planes in the First World War, you had to drop the bomb manually. <laughs> Just like I sit down there, Kobe, <laughs> chuck that thing like a football. Yeah, just just sitting in a plane, you had to drop bombs with your hands. Yeah, you had to pick them up and uh, chuck them. World War One sucked. Yeah, World War Two. We had some weird tech in World War Two, but I don't know. The First World War takes the cake. It does. Yeah, it does. Yeah. First World War, man, it was weird. <laughs> I don't think weird begins to describe it. Well, here's another one of those listening devices. <laughs> it looks like two spoons bent up. Yeah. Yeah. Now, here's
there's another one. Oh my god. <laughs> there's another one. Did they get inspired by science fiction? <laughs> he's it looks like he's literally wearing a satellite on his head. Yeah. I wonder if he gets HBO. HBO. Yeah. Oh, that was a strange time. Indeed. I mean, my God, the first gas mask was just a rag soaked in piss. A piss-soaked rag. Mm-hmm. Like, oh God, no! Here comes the spicy wind. Quick, piss on a rag. Piss on a rag. And huff it. The ammonia will will stop the gas. Well, here's one of the first gas masks. It's a wearable beehive, as I like to call it. No, it looks like one of those old school radios. It does. It does. But with a tube on it. Yeah, it does. It was weird. I'd probably shit myself if I saw that, like, just running across no man's land in the dead of night. Yeah, I would too. This, like, an old school 19 fucking 30s radio. It's Radiohead, the band. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is something the Germans came up with. I mean, that, that's ingenious, though. You stick the rifle through the hole and. I mean, uh, that makes sense. Although it wasn't very good at blocking bullets. So that got scrapped. Also, uh, to cross rivers, the Germans also came up with this. <laughs> Just strap logs to your feet, you're good. Yeah, you're good. I could have used some of that in Dungeons and Dragons last night to get across a fucking 30 foot river. It took, it took us an hour, like almost two hours, to get across the beginning. Oh, uh, you want to see what old school camouflage looked like? Oh, God. <laughs> I give you zebra, man. <laughs> that was... Yep. Literally, it's just the guy with a bang on his head just wearing zebra stripes. I wouldn't be able to, like, oh, no, I don't see anyone out there. No, no there's, there's a zebra running around out there. There's a zebra. Zebra. A zebra. And of course, I think you know about this pistol that was invented before the war, the Calibri. It wasn't used in the war, but I just think it's fascinating. They made a pistol that tiny. It, it is. Why? You but, but I mean, it got a lot of use in World War One during Battlefield oh, 1. Oh, Battlefield 1. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's so, somebody, somebody sniped a guy out of a plane. With one of those, I saw a clip of it. Now imagine getting bludgeoned to death by this. Is what they would use to bludgeon each other to death in the trenches with. Look at that. They make clubs, maces, they even use swords. Jeez. Yeah, no. Brutal. Primitive, brutal. Uh, that's what happens. And during the wars, they came up with a lot of weird things. I mean, from what you're showing me, it's just one weird thing after another. Now, this is something the Germans came up with for uh, airplanes. You know the C-96 pistol, the one that Han Solo's blaster is based off of? Yeah. Well, they thought, hey, you'd be a great idea. What if we just, like, strap ten of these together and put them on an airplane? <laughs> hey. Deutschland over Alice. <laughs> oh, God, here's a picture of a guy using it. 
Imagine having to reload that thing. Oh, man, you gotta you... reload those by stripper clips, too, so... Oh, dear. Wait, what? Yeah, you gotta use them stripper clips on them. Stripper clips? You don't know what a stripper clip is? My mind is... Yeah, your mind... My, mind is, no, my mind's twisting it's, it. It's, it's, it's not what you think it is, no. It's, <laughs> what you would have to do is say they'd... Um, it's kind of hard to explain unless you actually see it. Um, Seeing is 